This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. is the perfect way to, for us to kick off yeah. this next segment. What, who, 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 what was that you just played? That, that's a, a song uh, that was inspired. I was, I was actually in India when we were doing a heavily choreographed musical based on a, a book by a guy called Richard Bach, B-A-C-H, called Jonathan Livingston Siegel. So we wrote a musical play around it. It, it was about a, a little bird a little seagull who was trying to rise from the oppression of a, a, a crowd and, and find uh, their own wings. You get mm-hmm. what I mean? So the song is actually called Seagull in the Sky. And uh, the last line is, there is a way. So it was kind of a hope, aspirational type of song. That you composed? Yeah. Yo, I thought you were playing some classical... <laughs> Okay, well, this this second uh, part of it, you're going to be playing a lot of a lot of music. Uh, just oh. just, I mean, uh, I can't sing for you. I'm just joking. But yeah. well, you should do a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but just because um, I really believe, I really think you're gifted, and I want I want I want people to experience a bit more of that. Okay. Um, so as we have the conversation, we'll just I'll just ask you to. Pl- randomly play something okay let's okay. now and, and it's going to be a, a, a lot more musical let's talk about some of the big people that you have worked with and i'm going to start with none other than we talked about pete if you talk about peter dera you have to talk about ted josiah ted uh i can't remember uh there was a point where um pete said there's this friend of mine and he, he just you know he's like really good with all this and he, he wants to you know, get a chance in the studio, could he come to your place? And I said, okay, fine. And they came over, it was Ted, very quiet, very laid back, I didn't know him. So I gave them time in the studio, I guess they did some beats and, you know, because Pete and Ted were tight like this. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the, the first time I, I met Ted. The next time I mean, I started reading about him because he had this knack of putting beats together and I think he was working in a studio formed by, in, in Nairobi, by a member of Mombasa Roots. Mombasa Roots was a really famous club band in Mombasa. Mm-hmm. 
and, and he'd come up with all these um, beats and, and commercials and adverts and, and we'd just meet from time to time. We sort of had a cursory sort of relationship with each other. Got to the point once where uh, when we were doing basic expos and concerts, um, Pete's group, which was called Heart, H-A-R-T, mm. would sometimes come and Ted was a member of that group and a singer called the late Sally Oyugi, mm. she was a great singer. Yeah. So he was a member of that group. So we, we always interacted. Once in a while, I would do, uh, he got to where he had his own studio, started producing his own acts, really good sound, great stuff. And uh, we got to where um, sometimes he would allow me to do some, one or two of the acts uh, I was recording in his studio. So it got, got to where now he was doing me the favor. You know? <laughs> and uh, what I liked is his, his instinct for, for sound, for the right, you know, he's, he's, he's very meticulous, very fussy in the studio about getting the right sound, the right mix, you know, mm -hmm. and the right, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think he's doing very much of that now, but his sound was really good. Yeah. I, I liked that. It was very good to see his evolution. He kind of almost became a mini industry by himself. Yeah, yeah he know. did, he did. You know, he got his table of artists. Then a mate of ours came from the UK and gave us uh, a keyboard and a sequencer and a, you know, um, and I started making the music myself. I just started making the music myself and composing the stuff myself. And that's when Pete and I actually um, joined forces and, and started Heart. So in heart is where I got a lot of my um, understanding of how to produce music and play my role in a band. My role wasn't really leadership of, 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 of the band, but more the bed, you know, mm -hmm. the music of it all, the, the, the reasoning behind the music, the, when we go out to minister, why we are going to use these songs as opposed to these songs and how we're going to do our intros, our outros, how we're going to dress. And I would just leave Pete to do his thing on, on, on stage and I'd be playing the drums and putting the sequencer on and you know, so I was literally the, the engine of, of the band. Yeah. But not, the, you know, the face. You, you never see the engine, it's in a bonnet, mm. yeah? So people would, would see me but not really see me, they would see Pete and they would see Sally and Esther because they were in the front. And that, then I realized, actually, I'm comfortable um, developing musicians. Again, um, I can't talk, and now when you talk about heart, you have to mention Five Alive. Five Alive, um, where did I first see them? I think I, I had attended something in Baptist Church. There again, through Pete, because Pete knew Eric Wainaina and all those other people. and. They started off as an a cappella group who sounded out of this world. Uh, there was uh, uh, Victor Say, Ted, uh, not Ted, um, Eric Wainaina, I forgot the names of the world, five of them. Mm. And they would walk into a church. They started off as a gospel group, interesting. They'd walk into a church singing and people just start crying. <laughs> they were, uh, uh, Eric, Eric has this voice that is just really, 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 really. And he honed his skills, I guess, when he went to Berkeley. Mm. An extremely uh, talented musician. He's gone on to run his own production for some you, 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 you didn't produce for Eric anything at the time? Um, actually, no. I know he came to one of the musicals as a young, younger person. Mm -hmm. uh, 
but didn't stay, I guess, I guess we didn't interest him enough, <laughs> you know, <laughs> didn't right. stay uh, for those things. But um, there was a commercial we did once, uh, Brookside Milk or something like that. You're the one who did the five? With, with the five alive, yeah. That time I was, uh, my co-producer at that time was a guy called Gabriel Omondi, another incredible mu musician who's no longer doing music. But I, I remember doing that and I, I had, I think I had Eric once or twice in the studio after that on some commercials, which I actually don't remember. I actually don't remember them. So let me ask you guys, at this time, have you been in a studio? At this time, no, not yet. Um, I think uh, we, we did a bit of studio work for, for the Brookside commercial, sort of 1995. Mm -hmm. um, and we- The ad which was on TV that made you guys superstars. I don't know about superstars. <laughs> Dude, I was the youth. I oh, was, I was wow. the my yeah, yeah. So yeah, we got called oh. to do this thing. Um, I guess also Chris, Chris had a, a couple of connections in the advertising world, right? Because he, he, he's always sort of been in, in media, you know, like his father yeah. was always a newscaster back in the day as well, you know, um, and was the voice of the of the NAC government. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Sammy Louis oh. is, uh, is Chris's dad. So, um, and so we got called to do an ad and we were paid 50k. <laughs> 50k! This is what year 94 or 95 was. They're like, we are millionaires. <laughs> Let's go buy a plane right now. <laughs> yeah. Read it. Come on, man. 50 G's. It was beautiful. Um, and uh, so that, that, yeah, that was our first experience. And then we went and shot the, the, the video yeah. for that. It was, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was cool. And what ended up happening we were doing our first big concert like three four months after that and so just the ad really put us in people's living rooms you know mm. and we were actually doing that concert as a fundraising effort uh, because we'd been invited to to play some gigs in uh, in, in europe okay that's crazy I, I that ad was huge especially for us who at the time were oh. yeah, pre-teens or, or just entered our teens yeah. no, actually just entered our teens that was a huge commercial because it's got this commercial with Five Alive. You didn't do anything with Jimmy Gatho, did you? No, I didn't. I knew Jimmy Gatho, but we sort of just were the, there. The, the, we were on the scene. He was, he was also a very good singer. Really mm -hmm. good. Yeah, oh, he retired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jimmy needs to also come here. Anyway, yeah. so I heard you say you did some stuff for Ruben. Can you, can you, can you, can you play any of the stuff or...? Ruben Kagame. Uh, yes, his first album. Can I remember? There was a song in Swahili called Jahazi. Now imagine that with four-part harmonies Ooh. and an acoustic guitar. It was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful song. And there were like 15 or, you know, 12 to 15 songs beautifully yeah you know all oh, the beautiful nice. songs he, he is a very good composer he writes uh, really really beautiful songs really 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 good he has a studio in Elderly, yep. Huh? Yeah. He's, he's actually going to be uh, on the Playhouse soon. Once, once this Ruben, uh, wherever you are, show up. No, he's actually agreed. It's just good, it's, it's Rona preventing us from moving county to county. Yeah, we went on. <laughs> we went. What else? What else did we do with Ruben? 
So you did like 12 songs off that album? I think it was the whole album, 12 to 13 songs. I can't remember how many. I don't know if it was ever released, um, but they were, they were beautiful. He was, in, he was still in KU, a student in KU at that what? time. What? Yeah, and um, he had this quartet, two, two ladies, two men, including him, and he was the guitarist. They absolutely beautiful songs, all in Swahili. That's what got me. Beautiful Kenyan gospel songs in Swahili. Beautiful stuff. He's a, he's a very good songwriter. Okay, you mentioned you mentioned some of this earlier, as in 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 the first part of the interview, and um, your wife's albums. And I want ah. us to, to just hear. Uh, let's like let's walk through the journey. What inspired some of the songs, if you can remember? Yeah. Um, the first al album was called Kuvuna, Kuvuna Harvest, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I was inspired by the music from a movie called Cry Freedom. The South African, the story of Steve Biko. I love that South African thing. Mm -hmm. And I wanted it to sound like that. I can't do that just on the piano, but the first song was called Kuvuna, and I wanted it in that genre. Uh, and she has a, a sister who is, is married down south. And so I asked her to translate the words into. It was sung in, in that uh, language uh, and also in English. Kuvuna means harvest, and so it was yes. Kuvuna, they say in that language. Well, I would try to put, we couldn't sing with the clicks, no, no, so no, I, overdubbed, no. I overdubbed that, you know? <laughs> that means it was Kosa. Yeah, yeah. Kosa. yeah. So it was interesting, that was a, that, that was a nice, uh, so there were some of uh, her songs, my songs, her, our songs. In when when you say your albums. songs, uh, it she, means... She's a composer, she writes... Um, oh, okay, okay, yes, 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 okay. Incredible songs too. C can you play something off that first album? Uh, if you can remember anything. Yeah, let me let me do something different here. Uh, and by the way, you can sing. I don't even know what you're saying. You can't sing. You have... This is from Psalm 1, a song of hers. Blessed is the man Who walketh not In the counsel Of the ungodly Blessed is the man it was the second track after Kuvuna, I can't remember. But yeah, she writes, uh, she writes beautiful songs. Um, in terms of the, I, you know when people say worship, they mean temple. So they talk about the slow songs, the praise of the first songs. Yeah. Uh, though I like what you explained in the first half, that worship is not just, it's not even music. No. It, it, it's, it's, it's beyond that. No, it's, it's a way of being and expressing and, you know, doing that constitutes your worship. Have you wrote, written any songs that um, explain what worship is? That's a very interesting question. An instructional song. Actually, no. If I remember, I will, but uh, mm. no. Almost like ABC teaches kids the alph alphabet kind of thing. Huh? Uh -huh. Okay, let's let's... Let's go into this worship conversation, especially because you are on the keys right now. Mm -hmm. From a musical perspective, explain to me, using some maybe some songs that you've done, why, how people can worship ah, okay. through yes. through through being here, and what and what intent, what intentional things did you do in your music to make them good? Good point there. If you look at uh, what they call the tabernacle. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. 
Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. Uh-huh. Okay, let's... let's... Let's go into this worship conversation, especially because you are on the keys right now. Mm-hmm. From a musical perspective, explain to me, using some maybe some songs that you've done, why, how people can worship ah, okay. through, yes. through, through being here, and what and what intent, what intentional things did you do in your music to make them good? Good point there. If you look at uh, what they call the tabernacle of Moses, it was a structure, a tent, where they would go to worship. And, and it had uh, different zones. The outer zone was common ground. It was called the outer court. Mm. And then inside there was what you call the holy place. It was a more sort of... And inside that was the holy, holy of holies, of holies where... Um, the, the Ark of the Covenant, which represented the presence of God, was uh, residing. Now, the thing about the Holy of Holies is that it could only be entered once a year by the high priest. Anyone, if the high priest was found unconsecrated with sin in him, he immediately was struck dead. It was that serious. Mm. And um, so it was a, you know, Wasi wasi thing, they say in Kiswahili, you know, something you, you, you trembled around. You didn't joke with this thing. And the priesthood was selected with very, very stringent rules. It wasn't just anybody's purview mm. or anybody's job. Now, the Levites. Here, yes, the Levites. The Levitical priesthood is a whole topic by mm. itself. And, and we are a type of Levitical priest. But here's the difference. If you remember when Jesus died on the cross, the moment he died, what happened? There was thunder, lightning, there was an earthquake. The curtain tore. And the temple, which meant that by him, we had direct access to the Holy of Holies. Now, one can look at a musical journey of worship, similar to that, moving from the wayside, you know, just life, business as usual, entering the courts, entering the holy place, and going right into the presence of God. You can do that in, uh, and if you think about it, if you are invited by a king or a president to, to visit him, mm. you'll be out there saying, yeah, I'm seeing Prezo, you know, mm. and then you, you go into the inner court and you're, okay, let me behave. Mm-hmm. And by the time you're walking, you're, you're almost, you know, <laughs> it is the same. Uh-huh. When you enter that. Your demeanor, your speech, your deportment, your manner, your, your attention, gets uh, um, shaped, molded. It is the same in a journey. Worship is a journey of life. But in your songs, you can create a journey ah, of that worship. That is so powerful. And so for those musicians who are saying, OK, now let's do the slow songs and worship, you're going by rote, by formula. And I'm not saying this to say musicians are ignorant. But sometimes it's just because we don't know. Mm. It's as simple as that. And, and can I add something here? Yeah. Never allow someone to label your lack of knowledge as foolishness. No, you're not stupid. It's just that you don't know. 
there's a difference. For those of you who, who have felt you're foolish and to made me feel foolish because you didn't know, no. It's just because you didn't know. It's that simple. Relax. Mm. So, um, and so there's a song by Ron Kenoli that I really like. It's called For the Lord is Good. And it's, it, um, excuse me, Ron Kenoli. <laughs> it says, and, um, Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Come to his courts with praise. I'm shrubbing, but anyway, uh, shrubbing for non Kenyans means making silly mistakes on the keyboard here. But um, it, you enter, and so it, that song is very ins instructional. You enter the gates with thanksgiving. So your first songs can be songs of thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. You understand? But even before that, uh, you, you left home and you journeyed to the gates. When you leave home and you meet someone on the way you're going to church, what do you do? You say, hey, Maze, how are you? It's been a long time, you know, high fives and all that. And that is songs on the wayside. You understand? Mm -hmm. And you know, look what the Lord has done, you know, look what the Lord has done, you know, songs of the wayside, songs of fellowship. And then you enter the gates with songs of thanksgiving and praise and the courts with praise for the lord is good the lord is good for the lord is good for the lord is good and his mercies etc so songs of praise songs of thanksgiving songs of it's about what a mighty god we serve you know that's more like the wayside and then from there you enter the holy place and 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 you get into songs of of um Reverence, let me put it that way, you know. Uh, reflection. A, a reflection, uh, more like uh, reverence. Uh, let me think of a song like, uh, As I come into your presence, mm -hmm. past the gates of praise, into your sanctuary, etc. The chorus is, you are awesome in this place, mighty God. And you're now starting to think about, wow, it's like entering the court of a king. Wait a minute, hey, this stuff is serious, man. Mm. Check this mm. out. Mm. <laughs> you know. Almost in yeah, in I get all. it. Yeah, yeah. I stand, I stand in awe of you. You know? And and um there there there, there are those types of songs. Because it's always a transition. And the transition must be seamless. And you don't have to have twenty songs to achieve that. Mm. You can do it in three or four. Because everyone's given a different uh, time uh, range within which to do it. And then you enter the Holy of Holies. There, it's just you and God. Mm. Uh, in terms of a service, spiritually, there are some people who are left behind. Mm, mm, because yeah. in their hearts, they're, they're still... They don't feel the worthy to... Yes, yeah. or they, they're still in the courts. Their, their level of um, intimacy with, with God is, is, is different. Mm. And, and um, can I backtrack a little bit? Yeah. Hymns can work as well, huh? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like you can wake up in the morning and sing Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, early in the morning my song shall rise. This is English. Sing it in any language you want. Mm. Do not let anybody tell you that if it's not in English, it's not worship. God has made diversity. Uh, for those of you who think worship songs can only be in English, or mm. only in Swahili or whatever other language. Let me, uh, a song of my wife's maybe. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Be thou exalted, O God. 
above the heavens let thy glory be above all the earth let thy glory be it's, it's all about you and God that's a song from um, the first album Kuvuna that, 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 that she had written yeah, yeah. This song. So, so would the song like Big Magnified yes that would be another one Big Magnified oh Lord yes Partly, it's partly magnifying him, partly giving a testimony of what he can do. But then again, oh Lord, my eyes upon you be magnified. It's all about him. Mm. You know, Paul said in the scriptures, that I may decrease as he increases. Mm -hmm. And that should be the, when I first uh, became uh, a believer, it was all about me, but I had to train myself to understand who it was all about. And I really love Psalm 51. You know, for, for all the musicians who are walking out there, you can quote Psalm 51. David had messed up mm. and he was like, oh God, have mercy upon me according to your you know, loving kindness. But this, this has helped me go up the first step and say, create in me a clean heart. Next step, renew a right spirit with me. Mm. Cast me not from your presence. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation and renew a right spirit with me. Then the scripture says, then I will instruct sinners in their ways. It's a very, very, very good scripture mm. to change your attitude when you're going up, up on that stage. You may be winning an award. You may have 10,000 or 500 people clapping and cheering and extolling your virtues. It's fine, people mm. do that. But never forget why you're there and who you're there for. So that even when you execute a piece of music, you're doing it in the excellence that is required. You get what I'm saying? I 100% get it. Yeah. So so is I love the the element that worship is a journey that you yes. just you've sort of illustrated it so well it's a journey to get to the holy of holies and basically to get into god's presence yes. in song in life, life yes in in everything and even i like what you're saying because sometimes in the holy of you know the way you the way you explained about the the holy of holies and how you needed to be clean in that place yeah. with worship it's a bit different it's that it's within giving God praise that sort of all of these other things are taken off you. Have it be the weights, yes. yes. Have it be the struggles and the issues. That's the power of now the worship. Yes. It's, it's like you're not even praying for God to take these problems or carry this burden for you. It's in just praising Him that mm -hmm. these things can no longer exist exactly. where God is. But there's also the place where, as one who is a, uh, if you want to use the word practitioner, yes, uh, you know, you know, you've got stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. And in, in a daily or hourly or whatever way, it's, it's good to say, you know what, God, I, I blew it. <laughs> I blew it here. You know, mm -hmm. I, I messed up. I, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Ron Canoli again, uh, wrote, wrote a song whose words says, if you can use anything, you, you can, can use me. Take my hands, Lord, and my heart. Touch my, my feet. Touch my heart, Lord. Speak through me. His songs are very 
very deep by the way do do you i, I want i want because we are i want to hear some songs that you've done i mean what i'm very sure about you is that your understanding of lyrics understanding of the making of the music is very well it's intentional you're not guessing yeah. and also it's it's divine in that god may have laid some songs on you for a message that yes i want to hear now not anything against Ron Kenoli of course i love yeah. his music i, I know it but i want to hear some of i've gone through a, uh, the last two years a season where uh, I, i had enough reasons to throw in the towel in, in many aspects mm -hmm. and and creativity was dry and everything was completely gone uh but in the last recent year or so uh, i'd sit at a keyboard wanting to say okay let's do this song and a new one would come and they've just been coming i don't understand mm -hmm. and and i realized there were songs of hope healing and i'll, I'll play one of part of one With the voice of one redeemed And a hope that makes me strong With the faith of one redeemed I will lift my voice in song For the glory and honor Dominion and power are yours. Yes, they are yours. For my life is in your I skipped some verses. What? Yeah. So so songs like that have you know just coming out of the woodwork and I don't understand because I'm an intentional composer. But in the last couple of years so so you know Joyce and I are looking towards seeing it developing them and taking them further. That is amazing. Are there songs that you have um written and I want to go back to to from 90s going on oh, i mean yeah. now now here we are jumping into different seasons mm. um you're of, you know the thing about you is that you're very behind the scenes so sometimes people may not know that you've been involved in uh, a lot of the songs that we know but some of the songs that you may have written to people because like when i've heard that i'm like you're such an amazing composer are there songs you've written for people and they've just put their voice actually no can you think of it no What? You know, since uh, since this time it's it was like either producing other artists with their songs or producing our songs. I've never sort of put them out there on the uh, whatever. No. That's interesting. That's an interesting. I can't believe okay, you've not done that. We have sung with we may um sing the songs and someone might solo like in a forum or yes. we've not we've, we've not been production heavy. It's now that we're uh, getting to yeah, getting to, to gear up and it's it's a it's a backlog. It's, oh god it's a huge backlog of songs huh? if we were to spend a whole year doing songs every day we wouldn't finish it's a huge backlog you've, i mean you're producing to that level yeah. you've easily done over 500 songs um i wouldn't say 500 uh, maybe 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 between us mm -hmm. maybe two two something i don't know 
I don't know. Hundred. Probably. Maybe it may get to that. Point, <laughs> That's still yeah. a lot of songs. I mean, yeah. a lot of them maybe are not recorded. Most of them. Okay, let's. You touched at least about a song on the first album. The second album was what was the? Elias. Uh, yeah. Uh, what what is on the? Okay. So so what 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 song are you about to play off the second off, one? Off Elias. It's called. What does Elias mean? God's mercy. God's mercy. Yeah. In. Ile, uh, I believe it's Greek, okay. Ileos. Okay, yeah. okay. And, and with, with all respect to, to the Greeks. <laughs> I'd still like to see Mount Olympus, but anyway. <laughs> uh, this is a song called uh, Be There uh, from, from Ileos. You need to know things he says are true. By the kids, you mean yeah. the, 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 your, the boys, your boys? Yeah. They, were, they were very young at that time. Yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and now, after that, also, you, you, you said you have three albums. Another album that you have of this. Yeah, she did an album, another one called, or well, we did an album called Every Tongue and Kindred. Uh, what did, uh, we did a Latinist song. Let's see. From the table left Crip Town to the Caribbean shores. Every tongue and every kindred. Every da 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 da. Before the throne and before the throne and before the. It was a multi sort of Latin to you yeah. know this this kind of. Uh, you know it had that yes. sort of Latin thing. Salvation belongs to the God. Salvation. Belongs to our God and unto the Lamb. Glory, wisdom, and thanksgiving and unto the Lamb. Then someone speaks in Congolese and then afterwards another one in French, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, interesting. Yeah, it, the album was called Every Tongue and Kindred. Yeah, mm. uh, sing, sing, sing a praise. Yeah, that was interesting. We never really released them. That's interesting. Okay, well, you will now. <laughs> I mean, at least you've still got the, but of course you've still got the, the work. So in this internet day and age, maybe distribution was difficult then. I tell you. It's definitely not difficult now. Yeah. I want, is there any other, we've talked about working with um, yeah. Five Alive, we've talked about uh, Ted Josiah, we've talked about Peter Dera, uh, we've, talk, we've done Ruben. Ruben yeah, yeah, that was nice. Are there other stuffs that other? I mean, you've got a catalog of over two hundred songs. So sometimes I know in the two hundred you can't even remember one. <laughs> but yeah. is there anything else that or somebody else? Actually, you've talked about traveling. So let's move even out of Kenya. Okay, sure. Yeah, tell us about that and what would happen. Uh, we uh, would. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. 
Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app.